Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your host, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner. Today I've got with me in the studio, John Mills. John is one of our uh, sales managers here with The Dude, and uh, John's been working with us now for uh, about four years and has been uh, in sales that whole time. And we really appreciate, John, you being here today uh, to kind of give us some insight. And what I'd like to talk about today, John, when I was a facility manager, I never really kind of realized it, but I did know it in a way that I was always selling something. I always was trying to get, uh, I wasn't selling for money and I wasn't selling for a commission, but I was selling in order to sell my ideas. I was selling for additional headcount. I was selling for a budget. I was selling for a project. And I was always having to try to convince somebody to give me something in order to do that. And I thought it would be a great idea just to pull on some of your experience about uh, the realization that facility managers not only this vast array of responsibility that they have, but they're also salespeople. And uh, they are involved in sales every day. And maybe it would be helpful to them to understand some of the hidden tricks and tips that you do on a daily basis in selling uh, a product, if you will. Absolutely, Bob. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, I'd love to sp- speak to that a little bit more. I think um, you're absolutely right. Facility managers are salesmen too. And I think one of the the most important things is to realize that sales is not a negative thing. Um, it's you know it's it's a it can be a very positive thing. I think we've all had bad experiences with sales, but it's important to see this profession, but also this this paradigm as something that's very um, very positive. So you know, a lot of times, John, we do have that kind of instant uh, used car salesman. When we talk salesman, we get that that. Uh, image that comes up in our uh, mind of this kind of sleazy uh, car salesman, uh, used car salesman with uh, the lemon signs on the back of the car so you can't see them. Right. So let me ask you this first, Bob, uh, sure. before we go much further. What do you think it's going to, um, what do you think it would, what, what would it be for this interview to be successful for you today? Well, so you're starting to use some sales uh, techniques on me right away, this aren't not, you? This is not a technique. This is me just being a great <laughs> great servant. I just want to make sure that I'm fulfilling your needs. Well, I think it's really more about our listeners, John, today. So how do we really give them some insight into selling our ideas and selling the things that we want to get done? You know, a lot of times we're not very well prepared when we go in. We don't uh, really have all of our facts together. We really don't know the product that we want to sell or the service that we want to sell or the idea that we want to sell. And so give us some ideas, John, about how you get prepared in uh, for a sales. And let's say, okay, guys, uh, facility managers, you recognize right now that you do sales every day of some type. How do you get prepared to make that sale? Great question. Um, and I think, I think you're absolutely right. Preparation is a huge part of being an effective salesperson, um, making your case for why you need what you need. And I think it's very important to realize that sales needs to be about the, the person that you're selling to. Um, so in this case, let's say it's your, your boss, your CEO, your city manager, whoever it might be, you need to understand them. You need to understand what their goals are, um, what they're trying to accomplish, what their biggest problems are. 
uh, look in the minutes of the latest board meeting or council meeting or um, you know just think back to the past six nine months of what they've been talking about in business meetings uh, the more you can understand about their challenges their problems the things they're trying to overcome but also the goals and objectives and the direction they're taking your company the, the better you can understand those things the, the more aligned your pitch is going to be um, so you want to make sure that you're first of all just preparing by understanding the person you're selling to so really understanding what's going on in the environment uh, around them so it's probably not a good idea if they've just made a big announcement about budget cuts and staff reductions to go in and try to sell an additional headcount. Exactly. So you wait for the right time. So timing's a lot of it, right? right. So be aware, even though we sell a lot of times uh, as facility managers around our emotion uh, that we want something, we need something, and we believe in it, but yet we've, we ignore kind of our audience, the person that really has to approve it, what their goals and objectives are. So really trying to understand their goals and objectives is that really kind of what you're getting at in, in all this, right? Absolutely. That's that's what drives us. And I think that there's an emotional part of every cell and there's a logical part of every cell, right? When we make decisions on, on a personal level, we have both of those going on. And they say in sales, you know, you make your decisions on, on emotion and you justify with logic. So your decision and, and your, your boss's decision is going to be, you know, is he thinking about what I'm thinking about? Is he listening to what I'm saying? Is he, does he understand my problems? Does he understand me and where we're trying to go? And if you appease those things and you, you align with that, honestly, you know, obviously you have to really have something that's in his best interest. He'll find a way to justify it if you can align with those things. And I think if you have both of those things going on at the same time, you really, you have a really good chance to John, you just you just stirred something uh, for me to think about. How important, you know, we just talked about a little bit jokingly about the used car salesman and the emotion. How important is uh, integrity and honesty in this sales process, not only for what we sell today, but what we might sell uh, tomorrow or down the road of being honest with our boss of what's what's this going to do for me? What's it, what am I going to be able to provide to the organization? And so the integrity and the honesty of, of the sale. Right. I mean, it's essential, as in every other part of life. Um, you can't sacrifice integrity, honesty, any of those things for what you need, uh, what you want. Um, obviously, no lying, anything like that. that. That stuff does not get you ahead ever, and it's just, it's just not right. But um, I, I think it also comes back to your intent. It's easy to look at you know, wanting to align with your boss's challenges and his goals as a way to corner him or a way to manipulate him. And that's not the purpose of sales. It, you have to have a genuine intent to help him. And I think that's, that's a certain type of integrity within yourself. You've got to actually want to help this person and this organization get where it's going. So yeah, I think you have to start thinking bigger than yourself. You have to get out of your own way a little bit and know, you know what, I've got these goals and objectives for my department. But there's something bigger going on here. This is our whole company we're talking about, and I need to really think that way. So it's just, uh, I think I think integrity is woven throughout all of that. I, I know that a lot of times we have, uh, we've come to the, this point uh, in the sales process that the person we're selling to really doesn't get it. They don't really, I'm talking in terms that they don't understand. I'm talking in stories they don't understand. 
I'm talking in language that they don't understand. Uh, how important is it for us to really get into their shoes? I mean, you've been talking some about this, but the language we use, the stories we use, the intent we have, how important is that? To... It's vital. Uh, again, it kind of goes back to aligning with that, that person's perception of what you're saying. I think you have to see whatever's at on the table from their perspective. So you've got to meet them where they are, uh, their language, their approach, um, their level of business acumen. You know, you have to really translate in your mind the way they're seeing things. So I think um, the way to do that is to focus on the impact of what you're doing, um, not just you know, here's a, a thousand features that all um, that all are really great and awesome, and majority of which this person doesn't really understand or doesn't care about, right? Exactly. Um, it's it's more. You start with the end in mind. So the impact is. Uh, I know you care about this. I know you care about making our team more productive, something like that. So, um, and I know that. The reason why you want us to be more productive is, you know, our production is down. We've, you know, we're trying to increase profits or whatever the goals are. That's the impact. Focusing on that, I think I have a way to achieve that. So it's connecting the dots between here's what you want. Here's the end result. Here's the impact. Um, here's my proposition to you. And the same goes, I mean, there, there's a lot of things you can do dealing with impact. It's not just, here's what you want to do. It's also, here's what happens if we don't do anything. Um, it's the cost of you know, complacency or the cost of doing nothing. Um, it's that, just, yeah. that, that in itself sometimes is, is the compelling story. Right. right. What if we don't do anything? What's it going to cost you? What if we don't mow along the highways? You know, how many calls is the mayor going to get? <laughs> do you want to keep those calls off the mayor's phone? A lot of those, a lot of times we, we do that. Talk to me a little bit about the, just setting down, if, if, if I'm a facility manager and I'm reporting to a, a, a financial officer, the, a C-level person in my organization, what do you think about the idea of just saying to, the, to him, look, I don't understand your world. I don't understand all these spreadsheets and columns and numbers and everything. I'd like to understand them better. I'd like to be able to give you better information when I bring you things that's more relevant to you, that, uh, that I can help understand your language as you talk to me. So let's go have lunch and you just tell me what's important uh, to you, aside from a sales pitch, not me trying to sell, other than just trying to understand their language, what's important to them, what makes them tick, what makes other people successful in selling ideas to, to you as a, the CFO? Great question. I think having that conversation with any financial officer would be a valuable one. Um, understanding the way they think about the budget. Um, are you asking that question from a, a standpoint of when I come to you for something new, how are you going to look at this? Is that what you're getting yeah. at? Yeah, I think um, asking them that question very directly, you know, just you know, when I, when I have something that our team needs, what kind of business case do you need? Uh, what kind of data and information and an understanding of the, the cost impact do you need to understand to be on board with whatever I'm bringing to you? Um, I think that's a, that's a great idea to get that understanding. John, I know in, in um, advancing your career and you've done real well with us here at The Dude and 
you've been very successful in sales and talk to me a little bit about what you have to put in to be successful in sales. I mean, it's, it's just not because you like to talk on the phone and you've got a good uh, gift of gab, uh, but what's, what do you put into it over and above uh, that phone call, that conversation with whom you're trying to sell? What are the things that you do on the backside that people never see that prepare you for that conversation? Great question. Uh, so that would be preparation, like what we talked about earlier. It's knowing, it's the thing, the small things, showing that you're listening means a lot to people. So when you go and look through uh, the minutes of a, of a council meeting or when you go to a board meeting and you understand what's really happening here, what's the real lay of the land, it shows that you care enough to go do that homework and people hear that. The second thing is following through on um, everything you promised, being very professional in your approach to how you follow up. I like to really, one thing we do on in our sales team is uh, we like to recap every critical conversation that we have to make sure we're on the same page. So we have a, let's say a, a meeting and we talk about our solutions. We like to send an email recapping, these are the problems that we see ourselves fixing together. And then here's the timeline we see ourselves on to, to accomplish that. Are, are you, do you agree that's, are we on the, on the same understanding? I think having that level of professionalism that, look, I want to recap everything you've told me and make sure I'm not assuming anything. And also just recapping that makes people feel pretty special. And it also, it does ensure you're on the right, the right track. You know, I, I hear, uh, I hear you say sometimes, uh, something to the effect that, uh, the effect that, uh, a quick no is, is better than a drawn out, maybe. <laughs> um, and sometimes when our, our boss may not be as direct and want to say no to something and we just keep hounding on it, we keep trying to push the sale and then we kind of irritate them at it. Just like a, uh, the used car salesman, you know, we're over looking around another and he's trying to steer us back to the one that's going to make him the highest profit on it. How do you deal with, with the no in the sales? Yeah, and I think um, you can't be afraid of no. That's, that's something you have to learn early on. I think one of, the, one of the things we really like to avoid in sales is the slow no. Um, it's the maybe, you know, maybe later, let's, let's talk about this over the next several months and let things draw out. And it ends up taking every, everybody a lot of time that we all don't have. So. I think the, the way you get at that is, again, being very direct. At some point, you have to ask the question. I would recommend anybody who's going to their boss to ask for something to explicitly actually ask for it at the end. Here's what I want. Make it very clear. You know, this is what I'm asking for. Do you think that's a good idea? And end in a question mark and see what they say. I think a lot of people fall into the trap of just kind of continually talking and rambling and, and they never ask the question. They never just get to the direct question and thus they never close. And so it kind of just, the conversation just wanes and it just simply turns into, we'll think about it sort of sentiment. So don't fall into that boat. It's better to have closure with something while it's front of mind. And, and if you can make the decision, if it's not like more information is truly needed, let, let's make the decision yes or no and be okay with either one and accept it and let's move on from there. I know a lot of times we're afraid to ask that question for fear of the answer, mm -hmm. right? 
And so it may be that the first question is, what well, can we or can't we? Uh, maybe it's the next step. Can we move to a next step on this? Can I get you more information? Can I provide you something else that would uh, help you in making this decision? I know I'm asking for something that uh, is costing a lot of money. I know that it's uh, when we put new headcount on that there's other things to be considered. Uh, what are the other, other things that I can bring back to you next Friday, uh, if you will, to answer those questions so we can get to the answer, can we move forward with this or not? Is that important as well? Uh, not to go too quickly for the yes, but uh, for a what's the next step? Right. I, I mean, if, if you feel like it's time to, I would, I would never bring up extra steps unless, you know, your boss says, uh, there's more things we need to do before I'm ready. Okay. Um, that's what I would say. And I think if he's ready, just ask him. And let's see if we can do it. But if he does say something like that where, you know, actually I need this information. I need us to gather this information. And uh, we need to ask Frank about what he thinks about this. I think one really important thing is to get crystal clear on, I'll tell you what, I want to go talk to Frank. And I want to go get this information for you. Um Let's have a conversation next week, Tuesday at nine o'clock. If, if we have those two things and they, they are both positive, do you think we'll do this together? Do you think we'll, um, so, so kind of pre-close. Yeah. No, make sure that you're understanding all of the steps that go into that decision. So if there's anything else you can accomplish in that time, you can do it. And if, if it's still kind of a wishy-washy answer, um, you just don't want to be doing a lot of groundwork for something that's never going to happen anyway. Exactly. You don't want to spend a lot of time. And, and in reality, you don't want to take a lot of time from your boss uh, if the if he's already made up his mind or if she's already made up their mind right. that uh, you're just off chasing and they're too polite to say no to your face. They're just going to drag you out over time. I know that's happened to me uh, at different times of just being drug out and you just finally give up because you get tired of it. When in the very beginning, they already knew they weren't going to they weren't going to do that. So, well, John, you know, there's a lot of the responsibilities that a facility manager has. Being in, many of them probably would not say that sales was one of their, the things that was on the top of their list that they do every day. But um, uh, as, a, as a former director of, uh, uh, of maintenance, I can tell you that uh, every day I was selling to somebody. I was selling a new idea, a new thought, a new process. I really, I really appreciate some of the insight that you bring into this because, you know, being prepared for the sale, uh, getting good information, understanding uh, what the person is that you're selling to and what they want are all important things uh, in that process to accomplish, a, to accomplish a goal of selling something. Yeah, I, absolutely. And, and I think... I love this topic right here because I think it's a, a big hat that facility managers need to wear. And I think there's a, there's a deficit because um, what we see across the country is a lot of facility managers, directors, um, operations personnel that, you know, those departments that are losing budget dollars, that they aren't winning those budget battles a lot of times. And it's very serious infrastructure. It's, it's a big part of their business. And, um, I think, I think a sales approach and understanding how to compete in that environment and, and make sure the right dollars are getting to the, the operations personnel 
is critical. Um, and I think our infrastructure, our future infrastructure is gonna, um, you know, the results of that are gonna show on how well we, we sell our needs. And, and I would uh, would also uh, say, and I know that, that I've heard you do this and a number of our salespeople do this on a regular basis. There'll be a, what we call a professional salesperson involved. If I'm trying to sell this new piece of equipment and I'm excited about this and I want this or I want a new piece of software and uh, here's John calling me and telling me all the great features and uh, getting me excited about this and how much value it will bring. To say to that salesperson, hey, I need some help in selling this to my senior management. Can you help me with that? And I think that's always a, a very positive thing and a, a good salesperson should be ready to respond to a facility manager helping them in that sales process. So I, I think that's great. I think I know that you guys do that uh, on a daily basis when you're talking to facility managers. So I would just add to this, you know, don't be afraid to, that you have to go all of this on alone because I know that uh, you guys talk uh, on a daily basis on the on the sales floor about how to help each other, how to how to do the sale better. And so we open that up to facility managers and, and even with their peers, people that they respect in the organization and even the other department heads. How did you, I saw you get five more head count last year. How did you do it? Yeah. What uh, data did you put out there for, uh, for to get that kind of approval? Right, uh, one other quick thing too on that. It's important to, I think, leverage your salespeople too. If you're going to do any, even homework or research, go talk to your sales guy and ask him to do it for you. I mean, he wants to help with that sort of stuff. Um, he wants to help you build that business case. If you really trust him and you think he's making a great case and understands your business well, I think even use him in the, the presentation and the discussion if he really is a trusted advisor, if his intent is correct. If not, obviously, you might want to take it yourself. But, uh, That's where you get back to that integrity and honesty right. and so forth. Right? And hopefully you're not working with any of those folks. But right. if somebody you really trust, obviously bring them into the conversation and, and leverage their expertise. They talk to more people in your position than, than you do probably. Probably so. A lot of times that's the case. Right. Well, John, thank you for, uh, thank you for the insight. And uh, I know that uh, you and uh, other salespeople here uh, at The Dude are... Uh, willing and able to advise and help and give uh, suggestions uh, during sales processes. So uh, we uh, ask our listeners, if you uh, have a question, that uh, you give us a, a holler and uh, uh, ask for some advice on uh, selling. But uh, again, I think this is a really important and uh, I hope we do some more segments along this line. I think uh, at our Dude You University that we have, I think it would be really great uh, to have a, um, a session along that line. And Bob, at, at the beginning there, we talked a little bit about what would make this a successful interview for you. You had said, uh, you know, this was beneficial for my listeners, you know, if you could help uh, them with selling their ideas, and if you could um, help talk a little more about preparation and just the entire, what it means to be a salesperson as a facility manager, um, what that hat looks like. Um, you said that would make a successful interview. Do you feel like, do you feel like we've accomplished that today? I think we have, and uh, I think you, uh, our audience, will recognize that uh, you're using that process. And, and I say that a little bit jokingly, but uh, I think it is good. It's a good reminder that hey, did we accomplish what we were going to do? Did did we uh, did I meet all the objectives 
that I set out when we said we were going to meet about this and we were going to talk about this. Right. And uh, are you satisfied with with the results? You might not be happy with them, but are you satisfied that we presented everything in the in the proper way? So great job today, John. Thank you for your experience and and your insight. I know, uh, knowing you, uh, how much you appreciate, respect, and honor our facility managers uh, that you speak to every day. Uh, if you haven't ever had a chance to meet or talk with John, you can look him up on our website. He'd be glad to have a conversation with you. But uh, thanks for being here today, John, and a great job uh, and a great topic. Hopefully you'll develop this 45-minute or an hour-long uh, class that we'll have at Dude U to help, help our clients. I'd, I'd love to. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Grace. Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude Podcast. We love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Facility Dude. We look forward to hearing from you.